0: everyone, this is Peter Vantine at First Love Ministries. This week is part four of a sermon series Mark gave a while back entitled, God's Extreme Makeover. In this episode, Mark explains the love verse's practice and how it helps us experience God's love more deeply. Here's Mark. All of this has to do with the renewing of our minds. The question is, is how? How do we renew our minds? Well, it takes our work. And it takes God's work. And see, this is the hardest part about this whole deal is that word work. How many love work? Yeah, I thought so. Okay, we got one. No, you know what, I remember my father, and I've never forgotten this, that I remember one day saying, Dad, how do you feel about work? And he says, son, I can't believe that people pay me money to do what I'd get up every day to do for 16 hours a day for nothing. Isn't that the thing you wish we could all say? Work's not bad in and of itself. Most of the time, we just don't like it. But We got to get over this. Remember, he says in Philippians 2:12. So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, which I think is more accurately said: work out your transformation. Because remember, when we looked a little bit into this letter, is that there in Corinth, even in the church, some of the leaders were struggling with selfish ambition, vain conceit. That they were looking to their own interests instead of the interests of others. That they were arguing and complaining and not getting along. And I'm sure that they felt like, Paul, we know we're supposed to be changed. We know we're not supposed to behave like that, but we do. And so he says, "You got to work out this transformation, this thing you've been saved into. It's not about just getting by; it's about working out this transformation, so that as you're changed, it'll change how you relate, and you won't interact with people with selfish ambition, vain conceit, etc." But the other part of this verse that I so love <laughs> is that God knows we hate work. And so, <laughs> look what he says. He says, for it is God who is at work in you, to do what? He says, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Yahoo! I don't do something like, I'm gonna do this work thing, man. I'm gonna get my mind renewed, man. I'm gonna do this, baby. It's like God says, hang in there, buddy. I'm working with you. And you know what? ways i'm working with you to help you to want to do it to will and i'm trying to help you to work at it hot dog (laughs) because how many of us need both our want to and the actual doing of it empowered so thank you jesus we don't have to do this transformation thing all by ourselves god's helping us out and i'm so grateful though what is this actual renewal what is this working at renewing our minds look like and essentially there's really two things that we do and i talked about one of them last week and the first one is reprogramming those painful lie-based memories or experiences reprogramming them remember last week we talked about the fact that For the longest time, I don't think we've really paid attention to how our brains work and the fact that information gets installed through experiences and we install what we see and what we hear and what we sense. All of that goes into those memories and it gets recorded. Whatever gets recorded first and the meaning that you give it, which are often lies, that's always the first thing that's gonna come up when things are triggered. So certain triggers happen, and even though you know what the truth is, intellectually you you know what that informational truth is, is that those triggers happen so fast, your brain works so quick, and all it takes is boom, like that. And then that experience, and if not even just the experience comes, but all the lies come from that experience. And those are the things you know, you understand, you listen to, and it affects your behavior and your emotions. And so you have to get those things healed. When you hear the word prayer, the trigger that comes to your mind is probably a handful of petitions for about five minutes in your quiet time. Right? God bless the day, bless the family, God is good, thank you for the food, you know, those kinds of petitions. What I'm talking to you about is a kind of prayer where we, together with the Holy Spirit, with the Lord Jesus, with people, that we actually have an experience a healing experience that sometimes takes 45 minutes to an hour and a half yeah compute that and the reason why we do that is because it was an experience that was programmed it was an experience that they had that put that lie in there so then God turns around through inner healing prayer and gives them a new experience of his love of his comfort, of his care, of validating, of helping them to repent and to forgive, and then the lie gets removed and truth gets installed. Amazing what happened and what we've been doing in people's lives. So that's one of them. Reprogramming those painful lie-based memories. And actually, I think this is partly of what this other scripture that Paul used when he said in 2 Corinthians... 10 5 when he says we demolish arguments we demolish arguments I'd say we demolish memories we demolish the lies we demolish every pretension that sets itself up against the truth or knowledge of God and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ We're saying, no more are those thoughts going to run and rule my life. Jesus is coming in. He's going to take them captive and change them so that I can be a new person. The second thing, though, that I want to focus on in our remaining time today, though, is installing new truth. Installing new truth into our minds. Now, the hard part is that we get exposed to a lot of truth all the time see first of all in order to install truth you gotta have truth and where's the truth come from Bible right truth comes through the Bible so how do you get exposed to that truth well some of us read the Bible some of daily you read maybe lots of different chapters in a day. Maybe you pick up a devotional. Maybe you listen to Christian radio. I hear a lot of people listen to Christian teachers, DVDs, whatever it is. And the thing is, though, is that it's a ton of truth. And let me get you in on a, on a really big secret <laughs> being exposed to truth doesn't necessarily install truth. You know, for some of us, you are exposed to a ton of truth in a week. But by the end of the week, how much can you walk away and go, I own that. I can access it at any moment. It's changing my life, and I can use it for the sake of another person. You know, what's even more sad about this truth is that the education experts tell us that when you read or hear something once, at best, at best, you may recall 10% of it. You know, it's really a bummer, because what's even more difficult is that if I don't attach this information to visual things and sensory things that help imprint that even more, is that not only will you only maybe remember 10% of what I told you, but you'll maybe only remember it for 10 minutes after you leave right that's the worst part is later in the afternoon like last week at the baptism and some people came and said Mark that was really awesome today I said oh that's so good like what what did you get from it what did get oh, well I don't know but it was just really good <laughs> excellent I'm so glad I worked all those hours preached that message and it felt good but seriously exposure to truth rarely means installing Truth. I mean, would to God that all we had to do is expose, because then it wouldn't take much work. The problem with installation is it takes work. So the question is, is out of all that truth, what do you focus on? Which which piece of truth do you actually work on installing? Well, the cool part is in this makeover, we actually have a project manager. He's called the Holy Spirit. True. We have a project manager who was installed in us who he knows all of the rooms in your life All of the stuff that's in your house that needs fixing and he knows all the truth that can make it better But he knows that your mind's only capable of working on that one room right now and so you ask him and Then the second thing that you do is you create a job site You know, I think one of the biggest reasons why we don't see the transformation is because we don't have a job site. See, what I mean by that is that you can hear whatever I'm going to say today. You may remember 10% of you go out, but if you do not write it down and put it somewhere where you can actually think about it, see it again the next day, see it again the next day, process it a little bit, ask the Holy Spirit more about it, keep it in front of your face, you will not get it into you. I mean, that's the problem: is is we think we're going to get transformed by exposure to truth, and it's not enough. You have to install it, and you need the Holy Spirit to tell you what piece of truth to be focusing on, and then you got to have a job site. So, the importance of writing it down, the importance of journaling. So, finally, then, how do we install? Okay, brace yourselves. Drum roll. It's going to be a really (laughs) major insight. You have to memorize. But that takes work. And I can't do it. I'll grant you, I know for some of you, memorizing is hard and harder than for others. But how many of you learned the Pledge of Allegiance? How many of you learned the Lord's Prayer? how many of you know Psalm 23 the first two though, almost everybody raised their hand the point is is you got that into you somehow now see here's the thing see is that I think overall the reason we were able to get some of these things into us and memorize things is because we were highly motivated like passing a test cram, 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 whatever you could get into, or or being able to, like Benjamin, watching him studying and memorizing the rules of the road so he could get his license. Motivation! We all have different kinds of motivation where we'll actually put the work in to memorize because if it's that promotion that we want, if it's the grade that we want, if it's becoming better at something and we want the reward of it, you will do it. The bottom line is is that I don't care how hard it is, every one of you can memorize. Maybe you won't memorize as fast or as much, but you can do it. And the bottom line is if you wanna change, you're gonna have to do it. What I'm praying and hoping for is that our motivation for doing it would not be so much for those earthly rewards, but we do it because it brings in pleasure and because it brings joy into our lives and change into other people's lives. It's worth doing. There is no other work, energy, effort that you will put into that'll have greater dividends and blessings in your life and the life of others than installing truth into your mind. So you can use it to bless others so the point is you found a way to get this stuff into you and people say all the time well Mark do you have a photographic memory and I go no I have to work at it you know the truth is is every time I set out to memorize a new verse I sit down and I just figure out what piece of it I could start with and then I'll memorize one phrase and then I go away the days over and then I come back to my job site the next day and then I look at it and I try to do it and I can't even remember what it was somebody else had that experience once that's the that's the honest truth so I look at it again try a little bit more a little bit more later in the day I try a little bit more the next morning I come back and hot dog I got a word yes But then what happened, as I've understood, the coolest part was reading this book and realizing that the thing that really helped me start memorizing, though, was when I started recognizing that I learned better when I put the information together with an image or a thought or an experience or something. And so I remember one of the times I was memorizing this verse, Philippians 4, 9, where he says, whatever you've learned or received or heard or seen in me, put it into practice. So I'm like, how am I gonna get that L? Legs, learned. Whatever you've learned, receive. Arms, okay? Seen or heard, put it into practice. So the next thing you know, I'm doing calisthenics. Whatever you've learned, received, seen or heard. Whatever you've learned or received, seen or heard. Whatever you've learned, go put it into practice. Okay, let's try that again. That's how I got to be in this great shape. (laughs) But it's no silly gimmicks. But at least I finally got it into me and I do all kinds of different ones for different things. But the best part is when you associate it with an experience and that was my son Josh actually who sang that song this morning, Billy asked him to do it, and so it was a joy to see him doing that. But as I was thinking about him doing this this week, I was thinking about when he was, I don't know, two or three, I can't remember, but he had this thing he did all the time in this certain period of his life where he would hear that I was up. I'd go into the bathroom and he'd come and he'd wrap himself around my leg. You know how a kid can do that and like they'll twist their leg around you and hold on, you know, so that you're like dragging them along, you know. And, and the bottom line was is that he wasn't going to let go till I picked him up and loved him. And right at that time I was memorizing Psalm 90, 14, where Moses says, Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. And I held on to that image. While I was memorizing that every day, I said, Father, I am gonna come and grab hold of your leg again this morning and say I'm not letting go till you satisfy me this morning with your unfailing love so that I can sing for joy and be glad all my days. That was a profound image. And that's how I began my alone time every day for that season with just, here I am, Lord, you know, satisfy me. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more information or to hear more podcasts, you can check out our website at www.firstloveministries.org. And Mark will be back with his regular podcasts in a couple weeks. Have a great day and God bless.